Hello, everyone, uh, and welcome to another episode of Be a Better Leader. This is season five, and we're talking about setting and executing your 2023 goals. I'm really excited to be joined by uh, Monica Desalaya, and she's in Guatemala. Um, she is co-author of the Four Disciplines of Execution book in Spanish. They've worked on more than 90 industries in Guatemala. She's also the Dean of Economics at the University of Francisco Medellin. And uh, my name is Scott Thiel. I'm the National Practice Leader in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, so excited. So, Monica, hello. How are you today? Hi, Scott. I'm very well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so fantastic. I I'm just so excited to talk about this topic. Um, one of the things that we get to do in our uh, respective countries is to work with organizations and meet them at their strategy and helping them take that strategy from a concept down to something that people can execute at the front lines. So there's a few things that we'd like to get clear and I'd love to hear your perspective on this. The first thing is the whole concept around X to Y by when. Would you mind just sharing your understanding of X to Y by when and why is that a big deal? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, we all have lots of great ideas and we want to execute them along the way. So the purpose of X and y to Y by when is just make a decision. You need to make a commitment from all those great ideas that you have in your mind. Which one is the one you're going to focus on? And then put them very clear, short, direct, in a way you can measure if you are really achieving it or if not and have a specific date where you are gonna planning to finish it. This is very relevant. If you cannot put your goals in that way of writing it, uh, then you won't achieve them. It's, it's not a way that you can focus without, if you don't have from X to Y by when. So it's a translation of your dreams, your ideas and things you want to execute. Oh, Monica, thank you so much. I, and this, we see this all the time. We've got organizations that are so passionate about something, but until they use X to Y by when, they all get wrapped around different variations of a concept. And one way we like to say it is X is a starting line, Y is the finish line, and by when is the deadline. So we're creating crystal clear starting line, finish line, deadline. So and you, you've described very nicely why that's such an essential thing. Where do you think leaders struggle most in coming up with this? You've, you've said that we always have more good ideas than the capacity to execute. So how do we get leaders um, through this challenge? So why is it hard and how do we get them through the challenge? Well, first of all, I think that the leaders need to decide how do they want to make this definition? Because they can think by themselves and just throw a definition to the table and then invite everybody to just understand it. Or you can open up for a great discussion in which all together, I mean, the leadership team of the organization is going to make this decision. Actually, defining the X and the Y, it's the most important part of the thing because you have to choose. And when you are choosing, you are making a commitment, but also you are creating an opportunity for engagement. So I think that uh, for leaders, sometimes they don't know how to do this discussion. And of course, Franklin Calvi has several ways to, to help them do, do that. Uh, but it is a great meeting if everybody comes prepared and discuss great ideas, but at the end they have to get out with something very specific. And everybody 
has the opportunity to question that, to discuss it. So I think for leaders, it's difficult to understand how much they must decide it by themselves or how much they would open for discussion and at the end come from a very specific way of defining it in that moment. So I think that the, the struggle is that balance between centralizing the decision, opening for discussion, and finally jumping in with something that could be very risky or also very challenging, but at the end will start very clear, very focused, and very engaging. Wow, great point. So clear, focused, and engaging. Um, couldn't agree more. One of the things, one of our colleagues made this comment one time that I really appreciate. Uh, she said, it's not enough that people understand our goals when we use the format X to Y by Win. It's that they can't misunderstand them. And I think just like you, uh, leaders struggle with that. They struggle with being able to say no to some things, putting it into the whirlwind, um, and really um, committing to something and getting that buy-in of the team. Uh, that's a great answer. So what do you think about uh, how is goal deconstruction different from a typical planning process? So what have you seen in terms of how it's different than what most leaders typically do? Mm -hmm. Well, normally you start with some things that are really important. That's the typical process. And you start just defining those things that are very important that you want to achieve. And then those ones start to grow in number while they are going down in the uh, organizational structure. So what happens at the end in a big organization, you can have such a big number of goals that nobody is focused anymore. So what we're trying to do with these processes is the other way around. We want to identify what is the breakthrough, something that is really making a huge change in the results for the future of the organization. Once we understand that, the purpose is to keep everybody focused on those type of goals, correctly written, that will really make an impact on what everybody has decided to be the breakthrough. So I think the difference is the focus. And uh, both of them are in a way top down, but also the engagement is bottom up because everybody is discussing it and deciding which it's gonna be the widely important goal for the year. And it makes sense just if it really is connected and aligned with the main widely important goal of the organization, which is the breakthrough. Um, Monica, fantastic. And I, I get so excited when people ask me, is your methodology top down or bottom up? Because the answer is yes. And you really hit upon the difference. So strategy comes top down as leaders. That's our job is to make sure that we're clear enough about our strategic intent that people know what to do about it. But engagement comes bottom up and that comes in terms of their participation, how they get involved and what they're able to do on a weekly basis. And we'll talk more about that. So what is the benefit of getting that clarity down to the front line? Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you what we have seen in organizations that we worked with. Uh, people really get excited. I mean, they get motivated. They get personally challenged. They think, well, this is the goal I really want to achieve. And sometimes they even find higher goals that if someone would define it for them. So I think the process, it's a way of a continuous improvement. It's a way of continuously um, setting new and bigger challenges 
every person of the organization. So whenever we think or dream as a manager or a leader in decentralization, there's no, no better way to do that than this. Because once you have very clear, this is the breakthrough, we discuss it and choose it together. We write it correctly. And then I ask you, what is the best thing you can do during the year that will really impact this in the most powerful way? And then you choose one, two, or most, I mean, as maximum three, um, widely important goals for your team, then uh, you really want to got, got it. I mean, you really want to be in green in your, in your screen every day. So I think one of the most important things is this combination of creating a space of choice. And at the end, when you choose it, you really want to get it and to show everybody what what are your achievements. So I think it's this combination that is very particular and very powerful. Yeah, I, one of the things that you said, I just really, really love, and that was that it becomes a personal challenge. And if you involve those team members in setting the goal, sometimes they'll set a goal that's even higher than you were hoping that they would set. I love that. I've seen that myself a, a number of times. People are surprised. And if they own that goal, you see their engagement go up. So in this process, it's been interesting for me to see, I'm curious about what you've seen, as my as, as the uh, accountability goes up, so does the morale and engagement. And that's not a real natural relationship, but if we've done a good job of setting the execution target, people's engagement goes up and as well as that accountability. Have you seen that as well? Yes, definitely. I was even remembering a specific story. We were in this discussion of the end of the year when they are checking if they are a gold certificate because they achieved all their goals and they were already presenting the goals for the next year. And um, one of the persons said, well, I would like to have a 95% achievement on X to Y by when. And uh, then the, the, the leader of the team, in like joking, he said, well, it's a good idea and a good dream, but this year you were very much lower than that. So why are you increasing the target? And, and she said, I know exactly why, why were the five clients that maybe not achieve my goal. So I, I think I can get it. So she put a very, very competitive goal. And at the end of the year, she achieved it. So I think that sense of success, of achievement, when you even challenge yourself beyond what your literary thought, I think that's powerful. I mean, doing that ensures for the future great success. It's really true empowerment, is giving people the support they need and the freedom to choose. I, I love what you just said. Uh, I want you to think about this holistically, and when you think about why leaders struggle with this, what's the biggest barrier to leaders doing this whole thing in an effective way? Well, the first one, I think it's, it challenges the trust that is in the team. I mean, as a leader, you need to give a space and trust in the individuals that are part of your team. And uh, that's challenging. I mean, it can help you even identify those ones that you are not that sure. And maybe you would prefer to define them what to do. So this is uh, make a pause, give them a space, believe in them. And if you are not that sure, just tell them. I mean, I'm fearful of letting you do this by yourself, but I have to trust in you. So my intention is that using this process, you can really achieve what you really can. 
So impress me. I don't know. This, this dialogue that maybe sometimes leaders do not have it with their team. So I think the first one is related with trust. The second one is the world changes a lot. And you are not totally sure of the things you need to do during the year to achieve whatever you are focusing on. But I think that's the power of this process because it helps you keep focused, um, understand the differences and the changes around you, and then uh, choose your fights. I mean, how are you going to address some of these things? What are some of your actions that are going to have the highest impact? And invest in them the resources, the time, and your energy and show this with your team. So I think it's a whole change of mindset. It's not just a process, a method, a methodology. No, it's a change of mindset. And I think that's why it is so important and so effective. Wow, Monica, thank you so much. I think that was fantastic. If I was to say, what are some takeaways from all of the great things that you shared with us? I think being crystal clear about those targets, that X to Y by when, moving from a concept into an executable target, that's really, really important. Um, you mentioned also that we have to start with strategy at the top, work our way down, and that the engagement works from the bottom up. And for leaders, some leaders struggle giving people the freedom to choose, and yet when they do, oftentimes we'll find that the teams will actually commit to a higher level goal than you would even would there. Um, it takes trust. You have to trust in your people and you have to trust in the process. And I know some leaders struggle with that as well. And you mentioned that uh, you need to give them space. You need, you need to give them enough time to think about this. Make sure that they understand your strategic intent your strategic targets, X to Y by when, and then how they connect to it. Once you empower somebody with that, they typically will come up with some great things. Monica, I thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and look forward to working with you again soon. Have a fantastic day.